0: Okay, there we go.
1: Whoa, feedback.
2: This
0: is ugly, Phil. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M.
1: Tonight on The Rubber Room, be prepared to be amazed and astonished. The mentalist and mind reader, the incredible Lior Souchard is here.
2: Lior Souchard says he can read minds and even use his mental power to bend things like spoons and coins.
1: Also, you have a chance to see these guys playing live in New York at Madison Square Garden. It's Aaron from AWOL Nation in The Rubber Room. It's Australia Day, so we should get to know more about this big brown land. You know your gaza has got brand new Iggy Pop with Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. And yes, another world champion on The Rubber
0: Room. I had ADHD and I was never medicated.
1: All that and the greatest rock and roll in the history of all mankind. It's The Rubber Room on Triple M. (laughs) Who is your favourite Australian of all time then?
3: My favourite Australian of all time would probably be Alf Stewart.
1: I've told you this before. You do realise that Alf Stewart's not actually a real person. He's just a character, right, on TV?
3: Yeah, that's like telling a child that Santa Claus isn't real.
1: Right. And what's your favourite Australian expression that you've learned since you've been in Australia?
3: Struth.
1: Yeah, that's it. There you go.
3: Happy Australia
1: Day, nearly. In our continual search for the world's greatest father, who, by the way is in Thailand, so he's been a little bit hard to get hold of on Skype. As we continue to find him, let's continue to bring you more world record breakers. Yeah. I got Ken Toast on the phone. Toast is his nickname. Tell everybody your skill, the world's fastest clapper.
0: Well people always ask me when how'd I come up with, you know, fast clapping and they tell him, you know, I'm kinda old, so I grew up in the sixties and the seventies. I had ADHD and I was never medicated. I was just able to harness that energy. So right. basically I figured out people just clap one-handed. They'll just move their dominant hand, use their right hand into their left. And then when I pulled back my right hand, I noticed that there's a, a striking service, like a, you know the drum or whatever. And I'm like, well, what if you brought your left hand back into there and just did this back and forth thing. And so, you know, I had fast hands from being a drummer, so I just uh, came up with that technique and I was able to clap pretty darn fast.
1: You have revolutionized clapping.
0: Did that for several years, just more or less a cocktail party trick, you know. I said, hey, watch this, I'm the world's fastest clapper. And then once someone said, hey, maybe you are the world's fastest clapper. And so I contacted Guinness and I said, well, I want to like to be the world's fastest clapper. I'll clap this fast for 15 seconds. And they got back with me and said... You know, it's a new category. We like the idea, but what we would like is is most claps in a minute. You know, I was only good for 15 <laughs> seconds. And so, I really, I did have to practice and train for eight months to about a year. Knocked out 721, which is uh, 12 claps per second. Do you do much training? Push-ups. Are you making it, that it up? A, no, no, I do. I do actually do a lot of push-ups. It's basically the same muscles for the, the type of clapping that I do. It, it's basically the same muscles as... Push-ups.
1: Wow, someone who's done something with their lives. That's what I like. Do you want to hear Toast doing some clapping? Of course you bloody well do. Let me
0: demonstrate.
1: Okay. Hey. I bet his wife loves it, it when he does this at home. When he says Here to people, go, do you go, want to know fire something fire about fire me? And they're great. like, no. I'm still going. Although, you do have to admit, that's pretty impressive. Not anywhere near as impressive, though, as, and I don't know if you know this about me, I am the world's finest Sean Connery impersonator. (coughs) Yes. Yes, it's me. James Bond. Sean. Connery. Are you surprised that I'm here at Triple M in the rubber room? Yes, it's incredible, isn't it? Isn't it? Hey, that was was me doing that, right? Lisa, how are you? Hi, good, thank you. I'm ready to be astounded. I have no idea what your skill is, but I know that it's going to be something that's going to make Earth move off its axis by at least an inch.
2: Oh, I don't know about that. I know, I'd
1: oversold it as soon as I said it. All right, what is it? (laughs)
2: Don't oversell me. Um, I do a Sean Connery person. Really?
1: Maybe we could do a new segment, Bond on Bond, okay? Uh, I'll be Sean talking uh, to you if you like.
2: uh, Yeah, I'll give it my best shot. Yes. Okay, hello, Mr. Penny.
1: Yes, hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm um, very good, thank you. I
2: can only say, hello, my money <laughs> <Is> that Okay. <laughs> that's the extent of my conversation in James Bond speak.
1: <laughs> well, I'm slightly overwhelmed.
2: Well, I'm glad you're overwhelmed
1: and not underwhelmed. Yeah, that's true. Lisa, I congratulate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So hang on a second, let me get this right. Now there's somebody else on the phone who claims to be the world's greatest Sean Connery impersonator. Is that
3: correct? Yeah, he is very good, though.
1: Really? All of a sudden, it's a bond-off. All of a sudden, everybody wants to be the man with the golden tongue. Is that right?
3: I actually had to call him back, and he answered the phone with that voice.
1: Uh, just to clarify, it's not that voice. It's an, a unique talent.
3: Sorry. a hey, Nation.
1: Hey, one nation.
0: I still don't know what I'm doing Live in New York for the Triple M Rubber Room
1: Hard to believe only a week ago we were giving away a John Farnham CD And now it's a chance to go AWOL in New York City with AWOL Nation Go to triplem.com.au Go to the Rubber Room page, get involved Hello. Brad. Hey. Phil here at Triple M. How are you? Good mate, yourself. So you entered the competition, go AWOL in New York? I did. Checking out AWOL Nation, you and a friend? That's right. We're getting to the finalists. I'm happy to tell you that your reason to go to AWOL Nation has got you on the standby list. Yes, awesome. The reason you want to go is because you want to call in sick from New York. That's exactly right. And that's the thing. If you were there now, you'd be stuck in 76 centimetres of snow, so you'd have every excuse, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry, exactly. Triple M, but because of the fact there's so much snow, you're going to have to pay for another week for me and my mate. That's right. I have checked them out, actually. Oh, good. Um, they're quite good. Sale, of course, is the song we know. We've got a couple of new ones as well. Who will you take with you yeah. if you win? I'm not
0: sure yet. It's uh, it's, it's up for debate, but uh, there's a couple
1: of contenders that um, I, I, I could narrow it down to. i mean. Be females? One is, one's my wife. Um, Getting <laughs> her on a plane to New York might be difficult. Those opportunities just ended the minute you said your wife. Yeah, correct. Because there is correct. no way you are going with anybody else if you win this. You know that? I oh, know. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright Brad, you're on the standby list. Good luck mate, we'll let you know if you win. Awesome. And for your chance to go on the running, go to the Triple M Rubber Room page at www.m.com.au and do it now. So this guy on the phone claims to be another Sean Connery? Yes. You've become a little bit of a pretender to the throne.
0: If they did make a movie called The Untouchables, they sure wouldn't make me watch on.
1: They called me The Untouchable because of the well, fact Russia, that I am the only Bond in town.
0: I was the best James Bond ever.
1: When I went to Russia, from Russia with love, I made a Viennese whirl. That's
0: nice, but listen, mine was The Hunt of the Red October, but come July it was somebody a little bit different. What's your name anyway, by the way? Bond. Both bonds.
1: You could perhaps go out as 008, seeing as uh, 007 is obviously
0: taken are by su- me. Are you suggesting that me and Catherine Zeta-Jones get back together?
1: <laughs> it's a pleasure to speak with you, Sean. I guess you know how it's going to go. It's good. I'm not shaking. I understand that. <laughs> now, let's get the goss from Gaza. And it seems that uh, Keith Richards' ugly brother, Iggy Pop, is in the studio with Josh Arming. <laughs> Iggy turned up at the studio and Josh said, what are you doing here? i said, recording an album, man.
2: Isn't it funny? They also were joined by guitarist-keyboardist Dean Fatita from Queens of the Stone Age.
1: Feats was there, yeah.
2: Yeah, Feats and uh, Arctic Monkeys drummer and uh, I argue the talented one because he pretty much writes all the songs. Matt Helders from Arctic Monkeys.
1: Oh, really? Okay. So
2: they've all collaborated on this record together and I tell you what, my news feeds have been going nuts with this news.
1: Yeah, I bet. They're going to apparently hit the road for a brief tour. I don't think it'll bring them to Australia. When was the last time Iggy Pop was here?
2: Uh, It was Soundwave from, no, was it Soundwave? Yeah, it was Soundwave or Big Day Out was one or the other. I remember, yeah, it was Big Day Out.
1: Did he take his shirt off?
2: Of course he did. He always does. And he had a vitamin B shot up the arse. He would not go on stage without his vitamin B shot. He brought his own nurse out here who administers these vitamin B shots, which keeps him uh, youthful.
1: That's how I start the Rubber Room every day. Well, not always vitamin B. Do you want to hear a little bit of Josh and Iggy together?
2: Put it on. It needs to be heard. Uh,
0: Baby got a dress, a guardian yard in your hair
1: There you go, Josh Homie, Iggy Pop and the talented guy, apparently, from the Arctic Monkeys. We're about to find out where the skeletons are hidden. We have the mentalist here, Lior Souchard. I'll give you the details about where you can see him in Melbourne and Sydney over the next couple of weeks. We've got Jeff from the newsroom, in fact, to verify what's going on. And also Triple M's Becca as well, and myself. Because, Lior, we are all sceptics. Love sceptical right. people. <laughs> we well, got two of the best here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've been in radio long enough uh, not to believe I, anything. Yeah, oh, it's right.
4: good. So I have something for you not to believe in. Uh, I just want to ask you a simple question before we start. Yes. Tell us... A two-digit number, what would you say?
1: Yes, okay, twenty-two. Why twenty-two? I don't know. It's the first one that you came see to my mind. My... Uh, you... Oh <laughs> no! Can, can, I... uh, can right. you read what I wrote? That's the
2: real McCoy, right there. What did okay. I
1: write here? Phil
4: will say twenty-two. Every show that I'm in, if it's a TV or radio, especially radio show, because it's over the waves of the radio, something strange happens. So all I ask is, all the listeners, do you feel something strange that's happening? I want them to call you, call the studio, and tell us what happened because weird things will happen.
1: I've heard about what you've got on the radio and done radio shows and control on the radio desk go back to zero and stuff like that. For me, it's very
4: important the credibility because people are not here. So I'm gonna start with Jeff. Simple, simple question. And of course the most important thing that you didn't tell me nothing. So I want you to think of a song. The rules are, it has to be like a rock and roll or rock song, okay? It has to be something that everybody knows. You wrong. got it? Yeah. Uh, now, did you ever tell anyone that song? No. Did you tell me the song? No. Did I pay you to say no? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I tried, but it was not <laughs> enough. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, he For all the listeners, I want to tell you something. I am a mentalist, a real-life mentalist, which means that what I do, you know, I'm not sawing women in half and I'm not making birds appear and rabbits. This is based on psychology. And I'm looking at Jeff right now. This is, let's see, this is a... F- I'm looking at you, just, I'm trying to describe... It's a fast paced, It has a fast tempo. It's not a ballad or something. It's more like a fast tempo. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and I just want you to start to sing it in your mind, but make sure it doesn't slip from your okay. mouth. Just, I feel something like this. This is like the rhythm, right? It's like a like a fast rhythm. Mm, that's like, uh, pretty quick, yeah. Pretty quick. Uh, and then, can you imagine that you're singing the chorus now? Just go okay. for the chorus. Okay it's like there's like three parts something like that and and i and you swear you did not tell me nothing right absolutely not and keep keep singing keep singing in your mind in your mind and i think that you are thinking of a song uh... oh wait go back to the chorus again go back to the chorus. it's all in his mind everything is happening in his mind right now i'm trying to catch it Eh, do, 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 rock the Casper oh, no. Rock Ready? the Casper <laughs> be Alright
1: yes, that's the one you think
3: thinking of? Oh, yes, you got it right
1: Oh, oh my god bizarre. He's so astonished his headphones have <laughs> fallen <laughs> I can absolutely verify crazy. That there is absolutely no way That you could have well, known that I actually, when he said To pick a certain song At the very start I was thinking
2: about OK Computer From Radiohead And and in that same second I went No I'm going to rock the Casbah But then
4: You kept saying to me "You know, It's got to be A really famous rock song I'm thinking This is a really famous Triple M kind
1: of a rock song But is
2: it across the board And I was like I don't think he's going to get this There's no way He's going to get this but he
1: did. But he did. Leo <laughs> Souchard, you can see in Melbourne at the Comedy Theatre, January 29 and 30, Sydney Opera House at the Playhouse, February 2 to 6. Uh, tickets available from ticketech.com.au. And you just uh, did Jeff, the news reader. It's my turn now. I
4: ask you before we started to think in your mind, or to think, not to say anything, to think of your
1: first girlfriend
4: not to tell me anything and I just want to clarify that you have to swear in God that you did not it was a surprise question I swear on God you did
1: not tell uh, me that I didn't tell you and I'm also I I did not tell you I could no way that you could possibly know this information because it was a long time ago okay can you only tell me what was your age when you had
4: this first girlfriend 13 12 12 13 12 12. okay Um, let's see Alright, count to 10 from 1 to 10 as quickly as possible. Go! Now! Out loud, out loud. uh, 1, 2,
1: 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay, so I'm just... 1, 2, 3, 4,
4: 5, 6, 7, 8, 10. I'm just just writing some stuff for myself. Uh, Let's see... uh, Does she have five letters in her name? Count in your mind. Tell me if I'm wrong all right yes yes yes, 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 yes okay yes, yes. trying uh, not to give anything uh, away i'm trying to look
1: away from you and right. do all of this with my eyes closed just in case i'm giving
4: anything away um, um just to clarify this is this is not a trick this is an actual experiment uh, look at me uh can you think of the first letter only the first letter just think about it in your mind mm-hmm. uh, you just thought of m mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and your first girlfriend it was 12 years old by the way did she had like bright hair no, darkish here. Darkish? Eh, uh, let me see. Moira? Oh,
1: that's impossible. That is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, too. absolutely <laughs> impossible. And I've never met you. Never met. This is the first time we actually met. I've never, I, I di- and I haven't thought about this person for... M- I, Ever. Because I was 12 years old. First girlfriend. And there was no way I gave you that information. (laughs) (laughs) There's no subliminal message in the lift. I was thinking, okay, if he brings up something, I'll know what he's talking about. So take this
4: little experiment we did right now. And uh, multiply it by... 1000, this is my show. I came here to do wow. a special show in Sydney and in Melbourne and in Perth. Uh, it's a live show. It's gonna be with full audience participation. It's gonna be lots of mind readings and mind influence and crazy paradoxes and predictions and you should come and see it. It's gonna be an interactive mind reading show with the entire audience and it's gonna be funny. So it's like a, like a stand up mind yeah. reading show.
1: All right, well hang around because uh, the best apparently is yet to come. When we get two people on the phone with Leo Souchard. And also a few people around to watch the magic as it happens as well, or the genius, or the mentalism—take your pick. Uh, we've got uh, Jeff here from the newsroom, Becco Triple M's Becco's here, and a couple of people on the phone, uh John and Corey as well.
4: Corey, how are you? Very yeah, good. By the way, Phil, can we bring another one, like the same time, do, simultaneously? Yeah, I can do possible?
1: simultaneous. Hey, John. Hey, Phil. I've got you on with Corey, who's our listener. Leo is here. He's just done some incredible stuff in the studio. He's asked that I get both you and Corey on. So Corey say hello to John. John say hello to Corey. Here you go, oh, John.
4: Hey, We're gonna play together an imaginary lottery game.
1: Can you a... give me the next week's lottery numbers? It's
2: exactly about that.
4: So you know what? I'm gonna let's start with the studio. So I'm gonna start with you actually. Echo, okay. Can you give me a number from one to forty? Whatever you want, just say something. 32. 32 is a good number. Uh, now the question is why did you choose uh, 32? Just at random. Oh. Random. Second number is going to be from John. Uh, give me a number that comes to your mind right now from 1 to 40. Any number? Uh, four. Four? Is it yeah. your like lucky number or something like that?
0: I've got it tattooed
4: on my arm, yeah. Why four by the way? Uh, Richmond Football Jumper actually, a footy team number. Okay, so it's, a, so it's like a, a number with a meaning to you. Right. Now, Corey, you listened, we had 32, we had 4. Yep. Uh, think carefully, any number between 1 and 40, just say it now. 3. 3? Yep. And why is, the, why is the 3, by the way?
0: Because it's the first one to come to me mind.
4: So, you know, it's interesting because this number doesn't actually have any uh, meaning to you, right?
0: No, nah, not really.
4: Alright, so so it's perfect because we have lots of lots of things. So we have one number from the studio when you're looking at me. Yeah. We have one number with the actual meaning to someone, right? Okay. And we have a number with no meaning at all. Right, okay. Uh, and let's just repeat, I wrote it down. It says uh, we have uh, 32, 32, 4,
0: four, and, four three. One
4: and 3. Fair enough? Yes. All this time, I'm looking at you, I'm not, I'm not doing anything, right? no, no. All no. this time, in my back pocket, and you're going to prove that in this pocket here <laughs> okay right I, have, I was talking about the lottery card yeah yeah so this isn't like a scratching card describe what it is exactly so kind of scratch lotto um, do you do you have like the scratch lottery yeah we right have now?
1: that yeah so it's a scratching there's three numbers which are in gray and which by, you scratch. And by off. the way
4: it's laminated laminated it's, squeezed, it's um, new it's, it's new laminated never yeah. been used before yes yeah. you can no.
1: can you start to scratch the number yeah, just sure. the first one use oh, your oh, fingernail, oh, the fingernail yeah. so the first number that is on here yeah is what number is
4: Thirty-two. Thirty-two. 32. <laughs> That's your number. Oh,
1: Surprise. <laughs> okay. What's your number? Do you okay. want me to scratch again? Yes. Something is, tells is, me this is. is going to be the right number. Okay. Again, <laughs> I'm go. scratching, and the number on this one is Becco. Three. Three. And by the way, does the number is printed or handwriting? No, no, no. It's printed. It's, it's printed. printed and, right? and I'm scratching and, over the top of it. And, and keep 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 scratching. All right. Do you want to scratch the last one? I, okay. Scratch right. the last one.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Four! (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Guys, we've got
4: all numbers. Where are
0: you buying your tickets from?
1: (laughs) That's it. We're all thinking the the same thing. I
4: I had a feeling about those numbers for next week lottery, by the way. (laughs) Nobody
1: heard that. Wow, okay, so there you go. And I'm scratching over the top of these numbers. You couldn't have written this. You couldn't have had time to go down and get this made at a shop. No, <laughs> I'm, it's live between you and me you right now. You don't know now. these guys over the phone. You've never spoken to them. Nah. That's crazy. Man. It's, we, that's weird weirdest shit ever. So I have a question <laughs> to jo- John
4: and Corey. What do you think? Your numbers were pre-written on my scratching card.
0: Oh, I'm wondering why you're not rich. You know, Who says I'm not shows. rich? You give me the lottery numbers, mate. Yeah, oh, that's you. all we're ah. thinking. We're all thinking. Just <laughs> give I, me the lottery numbers. I tell, you, I tell numbers. you
4: what, John and Corey, I hope you will come in and watch some of them. Uh, we have plenty of shows in uh, Melbourne and Sydney and uh, other places as well. Yeah. He's yeah. he still thinking from. of Rock the Casper, by <laughs> <laughs> the way. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> that is impossible shit, man. I do impossible shit. Yeah, I know. Shit. That's <laughs> what I
1: do. <laughs> I applaud you. Oh, my God. Thank you very much. Truly, truly an amazing man. Thank you so much. Gazzo here with the Goss. And Radiohead News, they're going back on tour.
2: They're booked to do Primavera Sound, which is a huge festival uh, out in Europe. Right. And uh, they're also booked for a number of other festivals in 2016. But uh, what they're going to do is they're going to uh, be playing this record live.
1: Well, that's great news. That means there's another album we can look forward to this year. Yep. Would you like to hear a little bit of Radiohead?
2: Could you play a bit of Beta Band? Actually, I always thought the Beta Band were a better band than Who? Radiohead. They came out at the same time, and Radiohead got the glory and the accolades, and the Beta Band just faded away to obscurity.
1: Sure, I'm happy to do that. B E T A.
2: That's the one. I'm
1: just googling it now. Any particular song?
2: All of them are good.
1: Right, I'll play one then.
0: Thanks. <laughs>
1: The Beta Band. There you go.
2: I always thought they were cruelly not given a chance because they came out at exactly the same time as Radiohead.
1: Yeah, and of course they had similar career paths as well, <laughs> except Radiohead were just a little bit more successful. And
0: that's right. The
1: Beta Band see them this weekend playing at Armadale RSL. <laughs> so we had uh, Leo on before, Leo Souchard, who was the brilliant mentalist. Um, unfortunately, we took a video of him while he was here. And maybe it's because he's like, got such incredible mental powers, but we can't get the picture to go onto the Rubber Room Facebook page, the video to go on the right way.
3: Do you know, he did say, though, that people experience technical difficulties when he's been on the radio, so maybe that's what this is.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. Well, that wouldn't make sense because that's completely impractical. However, you're yeah, right, he did say that. and There's no reason why the video won't go up the right way.
3: Well, whatever, it won't go up, so... Yeah,
1: it goes up, but it goes up if you, like, put your head on the side. Yeah,
3: like, if you've got, like, an upside-down head, then it works perfectly. Then
1: it would be just normal for you, and the rest of the world would be out of context.
3: Yeah, well, maybe it's because we're down under, and and it's Australia Day.
1: Anyway, he also did something with a scratchy card. Can we put that on, just so that people can see that?
3: Yeah, well, I'll try, but I can't guarantee anything.
1: (laughs) And, of course, the other great news is, uh, from the world of technology, we've been telling you about the Rubber Room podcast, which we make daily, and, uh, you know, until recently had about three or four downloads. However, it's now the most downloaded podcast in the history of the world.
3: Yeah, well, it's definitely the most downloaded podcast in, like, a a metre square of where I'm sitting (laughs) right now. Exactly.
1: I mean, like, so seriously, people are actually downloading it, and I appreciate that. It is Australia Day around these here parts, so let's celebrate the joy of this wonderful country. So many places we don't know. Let's get to know a few regional towns and have a chat with some people from Bong Bong and from Bing Bong.
0: Get to know your regional Australian town! Get to know your regional Australian town!
1: Oh, I'm going to get somebody on from Bing Bong and somebody on from Bong Bong to have a chat. Hello? Yeah, hi, it's Phil here from Triple M. Do I have Bing Bong? Yes. Or do I have bong bong? This is bing bong. I'm sorry, who's the other caller? Bong bong. So you're bong bong? Yeah. And the caller before is bing bong? Hello? Yes, hello, sorry, you're bing bong, are you? Yes. Uh, and the lady I spoke to a moment ago, you're bong bong? Yes. And definitely no bing bing? Neither of us. Who, bing bong? Yes, no. Yes, bing bong or no? No. Was that bing bong? Bong bong. So you're, you're bong bong? Yes. I'm going to put the phone down because I'm not sure what this is all about. Was that bong bong or bing <coughs> bong? Hello, bing bong?
0: Get to know your regional town. Get to know
1: your regional town. Fascinating large land that we live on here. Do you know how Russell Crowe's been getting people offside of late? And I want to defend Russell because I've met him and he's always been a very nice guy. But there was the whole deal with the hoverboards and there was the deal with him fooling out with the rookie footballer, Luke Keary. Do you remember not that long ago when he threw a phone at somebody in New York because he couldn't get the phone to work? I never had the chance to talk to Russell about that. I wish I had because if I had it probably would have gone something like this Hey Russell thanks for your time man So anyway listen you were filming over in that part of the world weren't you over in America Yeah yeah I was uh, shooting a film in Rosarito in Mexico Right so this phone thing's turned into a big story hasn't it That's a great story
0: I mean it certainly is it's a great you... story whether it gets yeah. the wave of, of public attention at the time
1: So you couldn't get your wife on the phone and you were looking for blood right
0: uh, Some kind of vengeance for his wife and child You
1: threw a phone at this guy and covered him in lumps
0: You know I call it goose
1: But then you took the phone down and you showed him how easy it was to fix it and then what did you say to him? As that. Yeah, but I heard that you said the whole thing was, um, you know, a fairly small incident. You know, it wasn't a, a cut-and-slash effect, you know. Yeah, you were calm, I guess. What did you say to the guy before you threw the phone at him? No, My signal unleash helps. So what's your criteria for throwing a phone at someone?
0: there has got to be an individual thing. It's not necessarily, you know, I look out and see where there's a gap or anything of it like that. Well, you got
1: the guy. What did the NYPD say? Well, how did they describe you? A schizophrenic mathematician. Right, so really you were sort of reenacting one of your famous uh, previous film roles, yeah? What I've Tried to do in my career is just be that person. So really, you were just reenacting your character in uh, in a beautiful mind? Rob Stump. Right, well, maybe one day they'll make a film out of this, huh? That's a great story. Strange night, the night before Australia Day. The night before we celebrate being Australian. In fact, you've had a couple of people Sammy X, calling through, trying to teach you some Australianas.
3: Yeah, Tez kept calling me tonight and he was teaching me the ways of the Australian. Right. He um, taught me, for example, how to pronounce g'day. Yeah. Uh, you have to go it's like G-I-D-A, it's lots a, of whys. Uncanny,
1: yeah. And, and somebody else rang you up about the moon.
3: Shane just called about the moon. Apparently what? it's big and orange. I can't see it. I've had a look.
1: And he asked you why.
3: He asked me why. Yeah. You're Bless the, him.
1: You're the go-to person for stuff I'm, like
3: that, yeah, yeah, I'm the go-to person for the moon.
1: Well, it is Australia Day tomorrow. Let's celebrate this big brown land. Let's go regional. I mean, how much do you know about Iron Knob?
0: Yeah, know your
1: Hey, how are you? It's Phil here at Triple M, the radio station from The Rubber Room. Um, I'm just wondering, with Iron Knob, do you know how they have a giant banana in Coffs Harbour and they have giant pineapples? What about if they put in Iron Knob a giant iron knob? Get it on the map.
3: Couldn't see a problem with that. That's no. what you okay. want to do, an
1: iron knob. Cool, because we were talking about it in the office, and somebody said, "What about a flesh-coloured one?" And I said, "No, because that probably wouldn't go really well with the desert. You wouldn't be able to see it." So, what about a giant chrome iron knob? Yeah, that's fine. You know, when you see a giant knob, you're expecting something fifteen to twenty feet.
3: Yeah, I've actually seen the. Um, what is it? Um, I've been to Swan Hill. I've seen their, um, uh They've got like a fish there.
1: Right. How big is the fish? Big. Right, actually, what, about 15 feet across? I don't know, you can sit up on it and sit in the mouth, the mouth's open. Okay, so we're looking about 15 to 20, because we want the knob to be giant, you know, we want a giant iron knob. So Mm. about 20 feet uh, in height. Yeah, yeah. You've, You've been a great help, thank you so much. Not a problem, bye.
0: Get to know your regional Australian town. Get to know your regional Australian town. It's beautiful. This is
3: Sammy X and this is Shaq in the water. Fair income, mate. Cobber. Right. Probably enough now. Streeth. Crikey. Yeah. Bonza. Enough for right.
1: okay. Shrimp
3: on the barbie. We may find this a bit disturbing.
2: He
0: helped me. Go! No! Phil, the rubber room.